Hello and welcome to Mashley at the Movies. I am Matt. I am Ashley. And welcome back to another edition of our 31 Days of Halloween series, where every day in October we talk about a movie that falls into the horror or thriller or mystery genre. And today's movie is from 1968, and it's called Dracula Has Risen from the Grave. <laughs> yes. So Dracula Has Risen from the Grave is another um, horror movie from the Hammer studio. Um, it stars, I believe it's the third one to star Christopher Lee as Dracula. And in this one, indeed, he has risen from the grave, only to find that uh, a Monsignor has uh done an exorcism on his castle and in order to um in order to seek his revenge he uh decides to go after the monsignor's niece and that's kind of the setup for the story what did you think of it so i feel like every time we talk about a hammer movie <laughs> i always say the same things which is you know they are i like they're a great movie to have on in the background around this time of year mm-hmm. um but to, watch, but to actually focus and watch them is another thing altogether. And I don't know why. Maybe it's just me. But they, they are interestingly paced. And, um, like, you know, I don't know. So, you know, I mean, this one has some of the, the, the hammer horror traits that I like, which is the kind of technicolor that pops, you know, and, and lots of good, you know, cool cinematography and production design, all that kind of good stuff. Um, I have to say that Christopher Lee as Dracula, um, I think after we watched this, you, you, you remarked that this is probably one of the easiest paychecks he, he ever did because he stands around quiet, silently and stares at people. That's what he does. He, he, gets a, he hypnotizes a priest um, to do his bidding for the most part. Um, and then he stares at women he wants to bite until they're transfixed and then he bites them. And I think he has maybe five words of dialogue in the movie. So, you know, I, I, I was reminded, too, when I was watching this, that for the most part, Dracula has always been a problematic monster slash villain for me. Because this movie isn't unique in the fact that Dracula is, depending on the movie and depending on the you know interpretation, he is kind of um, sort of a... A, a, a non-dynamic force, right? He has other people that do his bidding, or he just stands around and looks menacing. Um, but I don't know. There's not a lot of there there. Mm-hmm. Um, so the movie from this one, particularly for me, kind of just revolves around um, the way it looks, you know, uh, and, and and yeah, the way <laughs> the way it looks. <laughs> Well, I, I don't disagree with you. I think I, I know that I enjoy watching these more than, than you do. But, uh, you know, Dracula Has Risen from the Grave is such a great title. It has, it's kind of a campy title. And I think the movies, I think these movies are supposed to be kind of campy, but at the same time, it's an interesting mix because they, they also tend to play it very serious. Like, I feel like the actors are very serious and and... But, you know, it's also just kind of about, you know, gothic horror and Dracula and all this stuff. So I I like that feel that Hammer stories have. Um, And you're right. I mean, this movie gets by on atmosphere. To me, it just drips with atmosphere. I love the set design. Um, I love how... So the niece, the Monsignor's niece, 
she leaves her room at night by sneaking out of her window, and then she seems to get across the town on rooftops. A lot of the really cool scenes in this movie take place on rooftops of this town, and yeah. it's really cool. Production design is really good in this. Yeah, yeah. and the and I also love the lighting. There's some really interesting lighting, particularly when Dracula is on the scene. Yeah, um, just all these reds and yellows and. Just very bizarre, strange lighting that really looks beautiful. Um, you know, it, it's it's suitably kind of dark, and um, there's some good music. It's kind of overdramatic music, but that kind of goes with the territory. Um, I, I liked... So there's not a lot of Dracula in this movie. I, it maybe could have benefited from more Dracula, for sure. Um, if he'd done more. If he'd done more, if he'd been a little more exciting. But I, I did actually like the non-Dracula characters, um, the Monsignor and his niece, I thought were the good characters. And I really liked the the boyfriend. He he works, or yeah, he does some work at the bar. He's a student, um, but he's in love with the niece. And I thought it was interesting that he was an atheist. So he wasn't accepted by the Monsignor at first, but then, you know, when things get real, the Monsignor, you know, has to turn to him. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was an interesting dynamic that you don't normally see in a, in a Dracula movie. Yeah. Barry Andrews, he played Paul, the, the boyfriend. Um, and then Veronica Carlson was um, Maria, the, the one senior's niece, mm-hmm. the one that Dracula was chasing after. And Rupert Davies, who I really liked. Uh, he played the Monsignor. Uh, so, yeah, the act. I mean, I like the actors in this. Um, and this movie was directed by Freddie Francis, who we should also mention directed the... Uh, other Hammer movie we talked about earlier this month, uh, The Evil of Frankenstein. Yes. yes. Um, I was a little thrown by something. You know, I know that sometimes a movie, particularly movies like this, they kind of want to start out with a little bit of a bang, right? Yeah. Um, I know what you're and, talking about. And so, yeah, the first scene, which I think is is arresting, yeah. right? Um, you know, the this young guy who works at the church in this town, he goes to, I guess, ring the bell one morning and mm-hmm. there's blood dripping down the bell rope and mm-hmm. stuff. And, and, and so he goes upstairs to check out what's going on. And it turns out there's a parent Dracula victim in the bell. Mm-hmm. She's got the bite marks in the teeth or, or, or in, her, in her neck, I mean. Mm-hmm. And a couple things going on here. <laughs> so one, there's a fair amount of bright red blood dripping down from you know the belfry, right? Mm-hmm. But you get up there and you just see there's a couple little bite marks in her teeth. I mean, there's not a whole lot of blood there in the, yeah. in the wound. I was like, okay, so where's all the blood coming from mm-hmm. then? Um, and, and then two, after that scene is over, I mean, that's the big arresting opening scene, right? There's a, 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 a if it switches to something where you see like a passage of seasons. Mm-hmm. And then the next thing you hear about is the townsfolk talking about how Dracula's dead. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been dead for a year. Yeah. And because folks are scared to go to the church, right? So I guess I was, <laughs> I was just confused then. When did that opening scene take place? Do you know? Well, I think that, so the opening scene takes place and then we fast forward a year and the rest of the story takes place a year later. Um, my problem with it, so I thought the movie began and ended with really arresting scenes. But the beginning scene, you're right, it seems out of place, or it doesn't seem to really follow... The rest of the movie doesn't really seem to follow from it. It's, it's just kind of a, a gotcha scene where they mm-hmm. want to get your attention. Um, but yeah, everything that happens in that... So a year later, apparently, in that year, Dracula's mm-hmm. been killed, and 
Um, yeah. Now people are afraid to go to that church, but it's not really clear. That's not really. Clear. Well, that's the thing is like, there's a whole, I guess apparently in that year, a whole other movie happened. Yeah, you know, right. that's not this movie. That's another movie. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know. You, I mean, you said earlier this is like the third Christopher Lee Dracula movie mm-hmm. from Hammer. Um, I know he did one a couple years earlier, which we haven't seen. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether this was sort of a callback to that or whether this has had nothing to do with that. And they were like, you know what? We need to get a scene that gets people going. So yeah. we're going to do this scene. Yeah, I really don't know. Yeah. Um, but I I mean, it got my attention. It drew me into the movie, even though it was confusing after that, how, yeah. it, how it related to the movie. Yeah. And then I thought the final scene was, was pretty great. Final scene, actually, yeah. I was, I was <laughs> proper impressed by that. Yeah. Um, so I give this a six out of, uh, 10. What do you give it? Well, I like them a little more than you do. I'll, I'll give it a seven. Okay. So our score is a six and a half. It is on tomato meter with a critic score of a fresh 80%. Yeah. And then audience score is 60%. So, uh, that is, uh, Dracula has risen from the grave. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Thank you.